Bill O'Reilly here. Thursday, March 4th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Biden agrees to limits for COVID stimulus checks. The contagion causing a spike in depression among teens. Some states end the virus lockdown. Violent crime in New York City up 100%. Andrew Cuomo apologizes for, quote, inappropriate behavior. Also ahead, the feds continue to say that far-right terrorism is a real threat. But first, President Biden endorsing a plan for moderate Democrats to narrow income eligibility for the next round of stimulus checks. Under the new plan, folks earning $80,000 or households earning $160,000 no longer qualify for COVID payments. Critics say the proposal will eliminate checks for millions of Americans who got one the last time. New study from the Department of Health and Human Services says a spike in clinical depression among America's teens is a huge problem, rising from 12% before the pandemic to 20% now. Doctors blame the surge on school closures. Many children in America have been home for the entire academic year. Mississippi, Texas, allowing all businesses to reopen at 100% capacity starting next week. Lone Star Governor Greg Abbott telling reporters a combination of vaccinations, low case counts, and empty hospital beds should no longer stop anybody from going to work. In reply, California Governor Newsom called the move absolutely reckless because Newsom continues to embrace a lockdown, which may lead to him losing his job. Crime out of control in the Big Apple figures from the NYPD show a 97% spike in shootings, 45% rise in homicides. Violent attacks in the subway system up triple digits. Business owners in midtown Manhattan filing thousands of complaints as people use drugs openly on the street. Bottom line, the entire law enforcement process has collapsed in New York City. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, part of the justice problem, says he is very, 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 very sorry if he caused anyone embarrassment or pain or whatever. The governor is sorry. In a moment, fear the far right. Apparently, the feds do. Right back. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late. You're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Congress and federal agencies apparently believe far-right terrorism is a significant problem in the USA. It all centers around QAnon, an American conspiracy theory claiming that a secret network of Satan-worshipping pedophiles that run child sex trafficking all over the country are coming to get us. Now, that sounds like a loopy Stephen King book. The theory began in October 2017. Of course, on the internet, the number of QAnon adherents is unclear. But what is clear is that anyone who believes any of this stuff is a complete moron. So the press reports that QAnon believes Donald Trump is secretly working to take over the government and is sending QAnon folks secret messages. Wow. So some Democrats in Congress say, you know, we can't vote today, March 4th, because the QAnon people may be coming. And President Trump will return to Washington, perhaps and take part in the real inauguration. Of course, that's insane. However, there are votes that have been canceled today in the House. I mean, really, think about this, how crazy it is. In the last year, 11 QAnon people have been arrested by federal or state authorities. 11 in the entire year. But to be fair, some QAnon morons did break into the Capitol, and some were arrested there, and they should be prosecuted because that is unacceptable. As for white supremacy, and QAnon is tied into that, in general, well, last year there were 14 federal cases against white supremacists in the U.S. 14. Okay? State charges? Nine. So that's 23 in the entire year from Hawaii to Maine, 23. I don't know if this is a big threat, this white supremacy thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just don't see it. And I don't because I don't know anybody. That's a white supremacist or a QAnon loon. So here's my question. Are we really in danger from QAnon or is there something else going on here? The truth is that more far-left people are arrested in a weekend in Portland, Oregon, than white supremacists in an entire year. But the narrative does serve a purpose. QAnon, white supremacy, if you can convince Americans that's a real danger, then Black Lives Matter demonstrators and Antifa, they kind of are covered up a little bit, aren't they? And with George Floyd... His trial, beginning next week, well, the far left is mobilizing. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. If you would like more honest analysis on a daily basis, please go to BillOReilly.com. You can see me on the No Spin News. In a moment, something you might not know. Looking for your next investment? Bill O'Reilly here. There are seven reasons to look 
at the NRIA Real Estate Development Fund, and here they are. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 1829, President Andrew Jackson threw a big post-inaugural party at the White House, a tradition that was started by Thomas Jefferson. Things did not go well for Mr. Jackson. Up until 1933, the presidential swearing-in ceremony was held in early March to avoid frigid weather in Washington. After Jackson's address to Congress, the new commander-in-chief returned to the White House to greet guests, politicians, and local citizens. Within hours, the crowd swelled to more than 20,000 people. 20,000. And the mob took over the entire White House, spilling drinks, jumping on furniture, sleeping in beds, and destroying gardens and shrubs all over the property. Some party people even stole dishes and silverware. The event is recorded in official presidential records, writes one historian, quote, people pushed toward Andrew Jackson and lunged toward the refreshments. They collided with fragile furniture and shoved servants. Waiters trying to maneuver with a large bowl of spiked orange punch crashed into a crowd and spilled the punch on the carpet. What a zoo. Now, to lure intoxicated folks out of the White House after things got out of control, staffers set up bathtubs full of whiskey and fruit juice and put those bathtubs on the White House lawn. In the end, Old Hickory was unfazed. He had already planned on redecorating the executive mansion during his time in office and was able to secure $50,000 from Congress for that project. And here's something else you might not know. Despite the unwanted guests at Jackson's open house bash, the party would go on for another 56 years as people entered the White House on Inauguration Day. A handful of assassination attempts and other security issues ultimately ended the craziness. In 1885, the new president, Grover Cleveland, said no. He opted instead to host a parade, which he viewed in safety from a grandstand set up in front of the White House. That tradition upheld to this day. Back after this. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. 
and you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.